You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. On this episode of Gun on One, I got a chance to talk to Eagles defensive end Brandon Graham about the upcoming season and the league's plan for navigating through COVID restrictions. We also talked about the tough years for Brandon, almost leaving to go to the Giants, to the triumph of the strip sack in Super Bowl 52, and how the city has embraced him ever since. Brandon gave his predictions for the team, as well as talking about the fight in the NFC East. Josh McCown being brought back as a backup quarterback and his personal plans of success in year number 11. We are ready to straight shoot on this edition of Gun on One right now. people have asked for it now i'm gonna try to give it to you each and every week and when i decided to do a podcast i said who would be the first guest and it came to me like a flash it had to be the one the only brandon graham and so we bring in brandon and brandon uh hey man how you doing oh man i'm doing good just uh over here just got done with practice getting ready for um week one man it's on Hey, man, I kind of feel sorry for you. Why? Because you have nobody to yell at after each Eagles win now, man. It's going to be kind of boring for you. Hey, man, you already know I can get in contact with you because I know you're betting against us already. <laughs> Who your picks this year? Wait, wait, wait. How do you know that? Because I can just, I can, I can, hear, I can hear you talking right now, man. You, you ain't with us. You against us. That's messed up, man. All this time I thought we were family. I thought you knew me by now. Oh, yeah, we all, it's all family, it's all love, but that ain't got nothing to do with uh, what you try to say is real talk. That's what you try to say. You try to say, <laughs> like, nah, that ain't that ain't showing loyalty right there. Nah, you got to be loyal to these to these Eagles, man. <laughs> all right, we're, we're, we're going to get into our predictions a little bit later in this show, but, but I got to ask you right off the bat, take me through what a COVID day has been like at this unprecedented training camp for you? Well, you know, uh, the first adjustment is, you know, how we get in the building. We got to go through a protocol of, you know, getting tested every morning, no swab, 
Uh, then, you know, you got to um, fill out a questionnaire on your phone. It's pretty quick, but you know, you got to do that. Then you got to get a little tracker um, just so that you can walk around with one to, to know who, you, who you've been around the most during the day. They can keep, they can keep uh, tabs on that. And then, um, you know, you got to just get adjusted to wearing the mask everywhere. You know, uh, not on the field, but mostly in the building, everywhere you go, except the locker room, you can be free to do whatever, um, you know, if you want to wear the mask or not. But, um, yeah, man, just adjusting to that mask is one of the biggest things. But everything is pretty much a typical day. You just ain't got none of y'all in there to bother us uh, in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how much does that protocol expand your day overall? Uh, you know what? It's it's, it's pretty. It's, it's, it doesn't expand it too much. Um, you just got to make sure that you give yourself time, and they give you a window of when you can get testing done in the morning. Uh, but you have to fill that questionnaire out, and you got to scan and take a little heat. Um, uh, they check your body temperature every morning. Uh, it's like a machine that just can, um, you know, pretty much. Um, you put your head there. It's like a little camera, and it show uh, your body temperature and make sure that you're normal, and then you can go in the building. But, yeah, man, it's not bad not bad at all. When you consider the volume of players that you are in close proximity to every day, uh, 20 to 30 coaches, other essential personnel like trainers and so on and so forth, uh, do you feel that you're in a safe environment? I do. I think the Eagles uh, did a really good job at, as far as, you know, uh, um, making the environment safe uh, by just, you know, having all the masks everywhere. Uh, you have uh, sanit hand sanitizer everywhere. Uh, just the protocols of, you know, if you was even in close uh, contact with COVID, you know, they would know uh, because because of uh, the testing that's going on. You know, I really do feel safe. It's on us really when we leave the field and leave the facility uh, outside of this uh, that we have to be careful because, you know, you can't really hang out this year. Uh, you got to make sure that you, you know, uh, really be safe on the people that you hang around. But uh, I think that uh, they really have created a safe environment at the facility. 69 NFL players decided to opt out this season, and a team like New England got hit hard uh, by deletions. But I applaud any player that is putting family first more so than a dollar. And I'm not saying players who are playing are all about the money, but when I look at your situation, you have a wife, you have two small children. What made you decide to play? Uh, well, you know what? I ain't getting no younger. And the wife uh, <laughs> the wife really uh, understood, you know, uh, my point of view on it, you know, and really – uh, it was just, yeah, I mean, year 11, man, I can't afford a year off, really, uh, unless we all take a year off at the same time. Uh, it was just one of those things where, you know, she know I love football. I love where I'm at right now in my career. And, you know, I was just willing to try to uh, make this thing work if that's what if that's what we could do. Speaking of your wife, Carlin, where is she right now? She's on here. Is she on here? Can I hear? Carlin, are you there? I'm here. Oh, there she is. Now, she and I had this discussion back in July, and she said basically that she felt that the start of the NFL season was going to be delayed or there would be work stop stoppage during the course of the season. And to uh, enhance the situation, we made a little side bet. Now, if she's right, I owe her some of D Gun's famous ribs. If I'm right, Mr. and Mrs. Graham have promised to buy me my favorite C's candy from California. Is that correct, Carlin? That's correct. All right, so we are now about to approach the start 
of the season on time. How are you feeling about this bet now? I feel good about it because we still got a whole season, and uh, it might, it like I say, it might be, it might be canceled. All right, when you look at what the NFL has done up to this point, less than 1% of players tested positive for COVID. Are you surprised that that few amount of players uh, tested positive for COVID? And do you think you're going to have an escalation in cases once the season starts? I mean, I think there is a strong possibility that because they have created a bubble, a safe bubble for their own environment, when you start flying and you start opening up, you know, the stadium to certain, you know, teams that enhances the risk and the exposure. I mean, you have 50 families or 50 player families who all have lives, who all are going about their day to day. That's another risk of exposure. So, I mean, the possibility is highly there. Okay. Um, now just to go on record. Now you have a, a law degree, correct? That's correct. All right. Now, I'm feeling so good about my bet. I just want you to know that if you try to get out of this bet, you may need legal representation. I'm just throwing it out there. I, I can represent myself. I, I can hold my own. I got this. <laughs> All right. I appreciate you hopping on for a moment. Uh, enjoy your day. And I'm sure you and I will be talking trash throughout the course of this season. We sure will. And I, I look forward to it. I look, right, you take to, care. I look forward to those ribs. I heard about them. Oh, oh, oh. You think you that, you're that confident you're getting these ribs? Uh-huh, yeah. I can already taste that C's candy from California. And you know what, Brandon, to let you know that I don't eat everybody's ribs. If they don't taste good, I'm going to blast you about them, too. Oh, snap. <laughs> Uh-oh, I guarantee you my ribs are up to par. I guarantee you that. All right, we'll see. All right, you you take care. We'll be talking down the road. Me too. All right. Okay. Hey, Brandon, uh, getting back to you, um, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I think people out there should know one thing about you that has always impressed me about you, especially over the last three years. Every first day of training camp, and you know Philadelphia has one of the largest media contingents in the United States. And there's 50, 60 people lined up outside the door the players walk out of every first day of training camp. And Brandon Graham, before he hits that playing field, stops, shakes hands, and hugs everybody in the media. You don't miss anybody. Why do you do that? Well, you know, I just want them to eat them words. Uh, so I want to kill them with kindness. You know, I, I go over <laughs> hug everybody because they don't believe in me. I, I, that's why I keep that chip on my shoulder because they don't believe in me. They got a job to do, and I got a job to do. I got to go prove prove it. So I give them I give them love. Let them know it ain't no hard feelings. <laughs> yeah, but but you're you're like a cult hero now, especially after Super Bowl Fifty Two. Oh yeah, man. But you know, uh, just not being satisfied, keeping that same mentality. You know, but I have fun with. It. I do really appreciate y'all though, for real, because you know every day uh, it's hard for y'all to come in. You know, I'm sure it's hard for y'all and just like it is for us, you know, to go out here and have to grind every day and, you know, get interviews with people. And then us having to interview with you guys. I mean, you know, it takes, uh, you know, both way, both parties want to do it. So, you know, I just try to have fun with it, man, because I don't know. I don't know how many years I got left, but, you know, I do want to leave a lasting impression. And, you know, I'm happy that, um, you know, uh, that's something that I always kind of do is, you know, just embrace the media and have fun with them. You know, in the 10 plus years that I've known you, every day I've seen you, you always have this big grin on your face. Do you ever have a bad day? 
Oh yeah, you know, I do. Uh, but you know, somebody always come out of nowhere and snap me up out of it, you know, but uh, whenever I feel down, you know, I would just always try to think of the little things uh, that kind of comes up during the day. And I'm like, man, it could be worse or, you know, something that just kind of pop up. I could be going through what that guy's going through. He's not even going to be able to play this year or something, you know, to try to snap out of it. But uh, me, I'm, I'm real critical of myself. Um, I had talked to somebody, you know, and I really tried to learn myself even more. And that was one of the things they said, you know, you hold yourself um, too, too high sometimes, you know, to where, you know, everything if you mess up, you know, you could be real critical of yourself. So I try to, you know, not do that and try to uh, clear my mind of all the mental clutter uh, of, you know, things I can't control. So I try to do a good job of that. Those first few years in Philadelphia were rough for you. And you and I talked about this a lot. Um, And did you, do you ever, was there ever a point where you just wanted to leave Philadelphia? You said, I've had enough of this. Oh yeah. You know, that first contract, um, them contracts talks the the and going into my second contract I wanted to leave but you know I didn't want to uh leave off emotion so I was you know I was thinking smart during that time but I did let the emotions kind of build me up to where I'm like man I want to go somewhere where I can play them you know and when the Giants came talking that was real talk you know I almost <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna take that one year but but I did want to go with the security and then I want to stay with the team that drafted me you know JP and those guys always told me like man you don't want to go nowhere else because the team that drafted you is definitely going to take care of you which it held true because Philly has taken care of me for you know going on 11 years now and man uh that that was one of the best decisions I made and I'm glad uh it just helped me just take the emotion out of it because man this business definitely can get too emotional because they play these games but you got to hold on and stay strong during that time and, and, and look at yourself as a business too and don't take and don't back down to them just because it got hard so that was something that uh that helped me because him and t cole uh jp and D- t cole was guys that helped me during them times uh when i wanted to get emotional uh during this time how's the team looking right now Man, we looking good. You know, uh, practice was good today. Great start of the week. I felt the energy. You know, uh, I know it's going to be an adjustment once we start playing because, you know, we haven't had the preseason uh, to get that adrenaline rush you normally would get when you when you playing in the game. You know, so uh, I'm trying to make sure I don't uh, overdo it because, you know, I'm emotional out there. I just, you know, just want to have fun and, and talk my stuff, but I'm going to have to kind of ease into it because uh, I don't want to uh, blow my load. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't want to be out there gassed because I, didn't, you know, gave all my energy in the beginning of the game. Hey, man, you're like king of the trash talkers. Where did that come from? Uh, that's just, you know, my dad, uh, he always would talk stuff. He talks stuff in the stands now, you know. Uh, we both, <laughs> I, I see where I get it because my, my wife would be telling me about my daddy in the stands. So um, it's similar, similar stuff. We talk about it together. Uh, I got a lot of his traits, um, you know, growing up and, and some stuff that we help each other on that, you know, trying to break some curses, you know, that, uh, that we kind of, pa- that he passed down on me, trying not to pass down on my kids. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, right now your team's like a walk-in mash unit. Andre Dillard uh, basically out for the season. Uh, you got Quez Watkins on the IR, Will Parks on the IR, Jalen Rager's out for at least two to four weeks. Um, are you guys worried because of the limited amount of reps? You missed out on the OTAs and mini camps, no preseason. Are you guys, do you have a genuine concern about a lot of, especially the soft tissue injuries early on in the season? 
No, I'm not really worried at all because I feel like, um, you know, we got a lot of guys. How we did a good job of bringing in a lot of depth in this in uh, on our team. Uh, and we got hurt in some of the spots that we got the depth in. You know, like we got JP back at left tackle. Uh, I think we're going to put Matt Pryor or something uh, at right guard with Lane. And, you know, we're going to hit the ground rolling. You know, we just can't afford too many more injuries. But I know exactly what you're saying. Um uh, as far as, you know, we, we've had some guys go down, but at least um, most of them is not for the long term. It's just a couple weeks. We just got to get them back up to speed, and uh, we're going to hit hit it running like we're uh, like, like we going to do this week. Everybody wants to know, how's the franchise quarterback looking? Man, he looking like he looking like that first year when we got him. You know what I'm saying? Well, that well, that's 2017 year when we when he when he was hitting. So you know he got the weapons out there. Uh, you see what he did last year with what he had. I'm excited, man, because I think uh, once Carson turns it on, he got he has a chip on his shoulder right now. I think uh, he he's he, his mind is clear and he's ready to uh, go attack. They brought back 41 year old Josh McCown. Are, are you surprised they brought him back? He should be coaching by now instead of trying to play. Uh, well, you know, that's what I thought when I, when I seen they signed him back. I thought it was coaching. But, you know, uh, I, I'm sure that's going to be exactly what he's here for, to uh, coach and keep uh, Carson's mind, you know, um, um, you know, from all the mental clutter that can kind of build up in your, in your mind. Because I think that, um, you know, Car- Carson and him had a really good relationship last year. He got him through some of the tough times, uh, especially when he got injured. Uh, but, you know, I think that, um, you know, that was a really good move by, by – um, by how we and those guys by bringing somebody in that could help mentor you know um, Carson during these times because it's a long season it's every year is different and you know um, uh, it's always good to have older guys in front of you that's been there before uh, like I had T. Cole you know and uh, you just want to just show them that you can do it and I think uh, that's exactly why um, McCown is here to help Carson. Who's the cream of the crop in the NFC East? Huh. Besides us what you mean? <laughs> oh, ah, okay. So you you think you guys you guys got the horses to win the division? Hey, man, we got the we got we got everything we need. We all we got, we all we need. And I'm telling you that that's gonna hold true this year because uh, it's a funny year. But uh, I think everybody came in uh, and took everything serious as far as wearing the mask, doing everything you got to do to make sure you stay safe. And you know, on that field, we've been working hard. You know, and I, I just can't wait. And, uh, just to show it. I don't know, man. A lot of people on the outside looking in think uh, the Dallas Cowboys are the team to beat in the division. C.D. Lamb, they brought in Everson Griffin to go with the Marcus Lawrence. They got the linebackers. They got Zeke running the ball, one of the better lineups uh, offensive line-wise, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. I, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it, it, it's going to be a dogfight to the bitter end. Wow. I just <laughs> seen how, how you just got so excited. Saying no, all I didn't. That. No, I so didn't. That's your no, team, huh? That's your no, team. No, it's not. No, oh, no, no, no. I can tell. I can no, tell. No, no, no. Yeah, no, that's your no, team no, no. right there. No, it's, no, it's not. No, it's not. You Don't be trying to put that on me. Else. I'm telling you what the so-called experts on the outside looking in <laughs> are saying. I'm just telling you. Memorize you memorized that one. <laughs> no, I, I have all my notes right here. I'm just telling you. I'm just uh, trying to add a little fuel to the fire. No, you ain't reading it that fast. That's your team, huh? Okay. No, it's I not. Like Come that. on, man. No, no, no. You got people believing I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. Hey, I hate the Cowboys as much as anybody out there, man. They're not America's team. I don't know, man. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. I'm definitely going to see how uh, how you start feeling after a couple games. You know, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... 
real close. <laughs> and, and, do, and do me and do me a favor this season for the first time ever. Don't go by what people tell you that I say. You know, follow Gun on One, follow the real D Gun, and see what yeah. I'm putting out there. Don't go by second and third hand information like you've done in the past and try to make me look bad publicly. Well, you know, I'd be so focused, but you're definitely right. I'm going to uh, tune in for sure <laughs> so I can hear what you're saying, so I can know the real facts. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at your career, and you're entering your 11th season with the team that drafted you. You're 32 years old. Do you ever let yourself just step back and, and just just soak it all in and how blessed you are to be with the team uh, outside of a quarterback, to be with the same team that drafted you for 11 seasons? Yeah, man, I really do uh, sit back and think about it, especially going into this year, you know, like, man, I, I could potentially have two years left this year, next year. I got to enjoy every day. And that's what I've been doing, man. Like, even though I always said said that and I did a yeah. little bit of that, it's really holding true this year because, you know, I'm starting to get a little emotional about it. You know, like, dang, like, man, I'm almost, I got to I gotta go get me another ring before these last two years because you don't have too many opportunities, you know, and who knows what's going to happen at that point. You know, the league might not even want me back. You know, I might not have the best two years. I mean, you just don't know what the future holds. But I know I'm going to give it everything. I'm going to have fun with this thing. You know, and me and JP and those guys that's been there a minute, we all uh, talk about it. This could be the potentially last year that me and JP and Vinny play together. You know, uh, we talk about that. Like, he just every year is a different year. But, man, this year I've really been sitting back. And thinking about it. So, man, you're going to see me out there having the most fun I didn't have uh, out there getting it to the ball. I can't wait to go out there and let you know and burst your bubble on who you think going to win it all this year. Oh, here we go. Here we go. All right. Hey, look, uh, J Jason Peters, we just heard that uh, Jason Peters is finally moving back to left tackle. Uh, yeah. That's where he should be. But I want to ask you that also. How, how was he looking at right guard? He was looking good. Like, you know, at first he it was like, JP just was still, you know, setting a little bit like a tackle. Like, you know, uh, and, and at the guard spot, everything comes on you a little faster than at the end spot. Uh, so uh, the fight, I feel like he started to get comfortable and was starting to look really good. Like JP, JP, uh, he's athletic, you know, somebody who can move his feet. He can adjust well. It was just all about him getting the reps. And I think he started to fall coming to his own at guard. But now, you know, now he can go back to his home, and I think uh, he fit right in because today he looked good. He looked like himself. A couple of things we were talking about a few moments ago, I'm going to go back to, you know, we were talking about that Super Bowl. And I think the fans' opinion of you really changed in Super Bowl 52 when you made that strip sack on Brady at a crucial point of the game. Take me through that entire play. Well, you know, uh, we knew they were sliding the flitch. Uh, Cause they've been sliding the fletch most of the game, um, and so I knew I was gonna get a one on one. You know, I've been bull rushing them, smashing them to the quarterback uh, most of the game. So I figured I'd go with speed this time, and this time I did a, like a little push pull. I grabbed his hands. When I looked at it, it's like man, some of it is just reaction. He shot his hands. I threw. I grabbed one of one of his wrists, and then I started push pulling. I pulled myself through, and I just reached, kind of closed my eyes a little bit. And then once I opened them, that ball was on the ground. DB picked it up. Man, I, I just, it was the best feeling, man, that 
that I ever had other than having my kids. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I'm telling you, it was something that I never forget. I still watch it just to give me a little motivation of what I'm trying to do this year. And you know, man, I'm just uh, thankful that I was in I was in position to make that play uh, because you know we all I'm sure somebody in the back end took away one of his reads for him to hold it a little longer because it was second and two. He you know he getting that ball out fast, and you know uh, I'm just happy he didn't get rid of it fast enough. And so, man, we sitting back looking pretty with this ring, man. I'm thankful because we 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 shed a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that year because uh, it's a lot of injuries that we dealt with, but we stayed together. And that's what we're trying to, um, you know, just copy this year is just staying together and working hard one day at a time. And, man, everything else seemed to take care of itself. In all honesty, after that moment, after that game was over, is that the first time you truly felt embraced and wanted in Philadelphia? You know what? Yep, I really did. I started to feel that way towards, like, I mean, in the season. You know, that first game of the season, I had two. I won the game uh, on the strip, strip sack against Kirk Cousins. And, you know, I started to feel, like, that love. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, everybody's believing in me now. And and I I was showing people exactly what I wanted to show them in the beginning. But sometimes it takes time. You know, it's, it's not my time. It was God's time. And then, you know, that was a special year trying to have another special one this year. Uh, and, you know, I'm just trying to stay consistent, man, trying to let them know that uh, I'm here for the long haul. Hopefully, you know, a little more, a couple more years uh, before they get rid of me. Now, how many times have you been a free agent? Uh, I've been a free agent only one time. Okay, the one time when you almost went to the Giants. How yeah, serious be- How serious Real- were you before, about no, going to the Giants? I didn't hit free right, I didn't hit free agency. I signed right before free agency. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So two yeah. times. Yeah. Really. Now, one, what was I, it? I didn't. Uh, I didn't hit the market. Uh, it was like a couple of days. Okay. The agency started. And we got a deal done uh, with the Eagles. Were you so, seriously thinking about going to the Giants out of frustration? Seriously, how close did you come to going to the Giants? Well, you know, it was it was close because. Uh, but after talking with some guys, you know, and just knowing that, um, you know. Uh, it's not that it's not the grass is not greener on the other side all the time. And sometimes you got to deal with a little adversity, but at least the team is at least offering me still to be here. So uh, I went with the security of, of the team, uh, took the emotions out of it and man, just uh, made the right choice for the family. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm so thankful I did because we wouldn't be here talking about, you know, a Super Bowl we won. Um, if I if I'm not here, who knows what happened? You know, they still had a special special team, but I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking about a Super Bowl that I won. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thankful uh, that I made that decision. What's it going to be like, man, playing in a, in a stadium with, with no fans, especially early on in the season? Man, it ain't going to matter because as soon as I see that other team, it's on. You know what I'm saying? When they walk up in there thinking it's thinking things are gonna be sweet, you know, uh we it, it's definitely gonna uh trigger something in me that ain't that ain't got nothing to do with the fans. Nobody around. I'm just tuned in on on, on the opponent and, and who I gotta go against. So it ain't gonna affect me. Just gotta make sure um that we keep everybody motivated and in the game because you know uh it, it ain't gonna be people out there. It ain't gonna mean it ain't gonna be many distractions, I can tell you that. Hey, man, you have two separate parts in this season where you have back-to-back. I mean, you got Pittsburgh, Baltimore. I mean, you got two separate segments of three-game stretches where that's going to find out what this team is made of, correct? Correct. You know, it's going to be, hey, we got the Ravens. We got um, 49ers. We got all all the love, Dallas twice. 
We got everybody's favorite, Green Bay. You know what I'm saying? We got a lot of guys this year, and it's going to prove to us where we at. Uh, but, you know, we got to take it one game at a time, one week at a time, and we just got to work hard and stay together. And, man, I, I'm telling you, we're going we gonna to take over. What one game are you getting uh, uh, looking forward to the most this season? Uh, you know what? My biggest thing is getting double digits this year, um, you know, really taking off, you know, uh, like I know I can and uh, making sure I'm eating, eating good during the season, eating right, you know, so that I can uh, I can do all the things I want to do. Yeah, but what's the one opponent that you can't wait to line up against this year? You know who it is. You know who it is. I ain't want to say it to <laughs> That's your so team right now. But, you know, it's Dallas. Yeah, Dallas is not yeah. my favorite team. I'm telling you what okay. the so-called experts on the outside looking in have said. Well, I'm not well, saying it. The way you said it, it made me feel like, and I, I, I'm right on that, because, boy, you was all like, oh, yeah, they got CD, they got to run the ball, they do this. Uh-huh. Yes, nah. yes, Mm-mm. yes. Plus, you they have a new head coach. Jason, Jason Garrett <laughs> is not there to mess up stuff anymore. You got Mike McCarthy running the show down there, whole new set of coaches. I'm just telling you what the people on the outside looking in are saying. Now you got people believing I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. You're tainting my good name, man. Hey, you want you you one of them people on the outside because you ain't on these. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Hey, look here, man. You you you're getting a little long in the tooth. You're 32 years old. In a perfect world for Brandon Graham, how many more years do you have left to play? You know what? Hey, man. Let me tell you. I know these next two I can play. You know, and then we'll talk about it after that. My goal is to get to 15, but I don't know if they're going to kick me out by then. But I got to go to the Pro Bowl, and that's going to be this year. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm out there, you know, um, betting big on myself this year because, um, you know, where I'm at and how I'm feeling. And this is going to be the first year I actually do the nutrition side the right way and uh, see where it go. You know, going into year 11, I got to start eating better, and that's what I'm doing, man. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that, and I'm feeling great right now. So uh, as you get older, you're not starting to feel the aches and pains a little bit more? No, no. But, you know, I can't say that um, I do warm up. You know, I'm not going to be silly just to go out there and think I'm young and can just pick up and go. You know, I I do warm myself up, give myself some time. Uh, I've been creating that habit over the last four or five years of just going in early and just getting in the steam room, the the sauna, hot tub, cold tub, just taking care of myself. Uh, and, you know, it's been paying off. But uh, some stuff you can't control with some of the nicks and necks that happened during the season. But for the most part, right now, I'm, I'm, I came out of camp, you know, clean. So I'm just trying to get, get to this game, man, and show what I can do. What do you want to tell the uh, fan base to expect this season? Uh, just, just enjoy, sit back and enjoy, uh, and, and, and watch D-Gun so we can hold him accountable. Come on, man. Oh, my goodness. Hey, one final question to you, and, and I know you don't you don't think about this much, but when you look at your career, uh, you've never had double-digit sacks. You've gotten close. Does that ever bother you? Does it ever frustrate you that you never surpassed the 10-sack level? I wouldn't say frustrate. Uh, frust- being frustrated, you know, I just know that time is coming. And I know that um, these next two years is going to be some special ones, man, especially on, on how I'm feeling right now. I just need to keep, uh, like I said, my mind clear of all the stuff I can't control and just make sure I stay ready and prepared uh, for these games and take advantage of, the, uh, of my opportunities. And so, man, and the best thing I could do right now is make sure I'm in the best shape I can, being able to go hard because I know that's what separates a lot of guys in this league. You know, we all get tired, but it's all who, it's all about who can push at that time in the fourth quarter when you need when you need to play.
play. So, um, you know, I just feel like I just got to push a little harder. Uh, I'm not frustrated at, at all. I'm thankful to still be here. And, man, I'm telling you, just watch me, D-Gun. It's about to be fun this year, man. I can't wait to see how it all unfolds. And hey, you know, by the way, you're a part of history. You're a part of D-Gun history right now. You realize that? Because you oh, yeah. first, are the first ever... First gun on one guest. So as you look back on your career, you can say I not only played X amount of years in the NFL, but I was the first of many, many guests to come on Gun on One podcast. I know how much yeah. that means to you. Oh yeah, it means a lot. <laughs> when you big time, man, I need a little couple of dollars, man. I need that money. I'm not, I need my money back. <laughs> hey, well, you know, you and I have talked about possibly doing a show uh, somewhere down the road. That's still a possibility now, man. But uh, by the way, though, you, you're not getting paid for this one because I don't have any money. So you can't get paid for this one. <laughs> hey, I, I, I show, I show, let you have it, man. Because uh, you know, 20, 23 years of service, man. That's that's big time, man. Uh, I'm thankful that we cross paths. You know, you yeah, family, man. like you yeah, said, man. It's just. It's just one of those, like one of those things where I, I'm just appreciative of the people I'd have met in Philly, and you know that it was all genuine. Other than you know, sometimes it could just be a work-related relationship, but uh, from day one, you know, you knew it was real. You know, what I'm saying when we met each other, so it's cool uh, to be your first on the, on the show. I appreciate you, man. You know, you and I will always be family for life. And as I say goodbye to you, uh, I got to hear it one time. We're not going to be able to hear it outside the locker room, but I got to hear it one time for my man Brandon Graham. Just one more time. You wrong again, D-Gun, on Gun 101. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. I appreciate hey. you. Hey, this, is, uh, this has been Brandon Graham on Gun on One, the first of many Gun on Ones to come. Uh, I want to thank everybody out there for listening and hope you continue to listen in each and every week. And as I say goodbye to you, all of you, uh, uh, be blessed. And more importantly, be a blessing to each and every person you encounter. So long, everybody. Gun on One is a production of D-Gun Enterprises in Patterson Square Garden. Elvin Shabazian and Wes Pendleton are the executive producers on behalf of Patterson Square Garden. Lead producer is Derek Gunn. Associate producer is John McNeil. Sound design, mixing, and mastering by Elvin Shabazian. Original music by Weatherman. For more information about the podcast, visit gunonone.com. And please, don't forget to subscribe and give us a positive rating if you're feeling the show. Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.